Well, hey there, fellow Sojourners, and welcome back to another edition of Appropriating the Culture. On today's episode, we talk American miseducation as we continue with Boycott Month. I'm Pastor Shane, I'll be your superintendent today as we appropriate some culture. So last week, we started Boycott Month by taking a look at the ubiquitous celebration of pride spewing out from corporate America. But private businesses are not alone in the promulgation of pride. Every single sphere of cultural influence is pushing the pride agenda, including taxpayer-funded public education. The Department of Education set the tone with this tweet, Everyone in the school community should feel valued for who they are and free to be their authentic self. Our message to the LGBTQI plus students, teachers, and staff as we begin Pride Month, ED has got your back. I'm not sure what erectile dysfunction has to do with it, and frankly, I don't want to know. But students, teachers, and staff seem to have gotten the message and are spreading that message from sea to shining sea. In Maryland, the Montgomery County Public Schools held a Pride Town Hall. In Olympia, fourth and fifth graders were given lessons on preferred pronouns and suggested that supplies that could be helpful during puberty are things like puberty blockers. In Texas, students at a high school were treated to this trans-fixing lecture. Okay, we're gonna hop into what trans is. Transgender is when the doctor decided you are a certain gender based on what they assumed your outsides looked like, and then later it turned out that that wasn't true. Um, the doc so a trans woman is somebody that the doctor thought that they were a boy when they were born, and then later they tell everybody, like, actually that was wrong, um, I'm a woman. And trans man is somebody who the doctor thought they were a girl when they were born, but then later they found out that's not true, I'm a man. Okay. Ah. The doctors got it wrong. They were assigned a gender, but it wasn't true. Quality education there. And all over our public schools, LGBTQIA material is proudly displayed. But you might be wondering, wait a minute, isn't Pride Month in June? Don't many, if not most, schools get out around June? Well, some teachers aren't going to let the school calendar rain on their Pride Parade. It's almost Pride Month. Unfortunately, our high school year ends just before June begins. What's a Gender and Sexuality Alliance sponsored to do? Our club members wanted a day to feel prideful near the end of the year. So we came up with the Day of Love. The focus of the Day of Love is simple, to broadcast a message of support and positivity about our school's LGBTQ population in a fun way. And maybe we can start a few productive conversations along the way. From year to year, depending on the size of our membership, we've done a variety of activities throughout the Day of Love. But at its most basic, we sell pride flags and crafts, have productive conversations, and celebrate. Today, let's talk about selling flags and crafts. Small pride flags are easy to order online, and you can sell them for like a dollar. But the profit isn't the point. The point is to give the people in your building an opportunity to display their support for the community in a highly visible way. Besides the progressive pride flag, I let our members decide what kind of pride flags that they wanted to order on our limited budget. So this year we have classic progressive pride, pan, trans, bi, and the updated lesbian flag. I like to send out a Google form for my colleagues who can't make it down to the cafeteria where the day of love is happening. That way our flags can make it all over the school. When possible, I also like to sell crafts that our members make. And this year, oh my God, we have little pride frogs 
that have, oh my gosh, this is amazing. I'm gonna buy them all. I'm not gonna be able to wait. And we have the flag sales in a central location in our cafeteria so that people come in and then that's where part two can happen, the conversations. The only person you should be having a conversation with is an exorcist. Of course, the easiest way to have these conversations is under the guise of sex education. Here's what that sounds like and parental warning here. Is where the prostate is. So you don't have to go inside the booty hole. You can actually just push on the seam and that stimulates the prostate gland as well. And that, oh, they apparently really like that one. Um, but yeah, so that's why for male and male, anal sex is still very pleasurable because of the fact that it hits the, it hits the prostate and there's a lot of nerve endings in your booty as well. So the girls, the G-spot, prostate, they're the equivalent to each other. But apparently that's why if you ever see like, I mean, Target has them now, sex toys. If you go to Target, seriously, if you go to Target and go to tampons and baths are, they have, they just look like a little box. But if you open up, the, there's like a Velcro front to the box, you open it up and then bam, sex toy. And uh, you'll see them. Uh, CBS, yes, CBS has them too, a lot of them. And so that's why when you look at the, the toys, a lot of them look like this. And the reason because is providing. Okay, I think when we told you that we wanted your lesson plan to be more anal retentive, you misinterpreted. All right, well, this is all very disturbing, but at least people are still getting educated. What country is the Queen of England from originally? Um, <laughs> I definitely don't know. No, give me, give me your best guess. I guess a country. Mm. What is a country again? <laughs> give me a guess. This is embarrassing. Um, what is a country? What is a country? What is a country? Canada. <laughs> yes. Do you know what time this is? 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, uh, 2.45. Yes. Do you know what country the Great Wall of China is in? Country? Yeah. If you had to guess. Japanese? Yes. Do you know what country we gained our independence from? Spain. Yes. How many inches are in two feet? I don't know. <laughs> Around how many inches? Um, if you had to guess. Five? Yes. Do you know what country the Panama Canal is in? No. If you had to guess, like, what do you think it sounds like it's in? Guess a country. Europe. Yes. Can you name all the months? September, January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August. Yes. Do you know what country the Panama Canal is in? Panama. Spain. Yes. What do we call a, a shape with five sides? Is it an octagon? Wait, that's six. That's eight. Octagon is eight. Is it a stop sign? Yes. Do you know what year the U.S. was founded? Oh, no. I'm not going to answer that. <laughs> Around when? If you had to guess the year. I do not know. Um, <laughs> give me your best guess. I'm gonna say BC. I'm gonna keep it at BC era. Give me I'm... a number, BC. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
um, 18 some something, 1800s. BC? Yeah. Yes. How many weeks in a year? Uh, nah. <laughs> uh, weeks in a year? I don't know. Can't count the weeks. Four, 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 four times 12, 24 weeks? Yes. How many different moons does the Earth have? Four. Four. Yes. Do you know who fought in the Mexican-American War? You remember? Can't lie to you. I don't know that. Guess two countries. Who against who? If you had to guess. Philippines. Yeah, against who? Don't remember the other one. Do you know what three times three times three is? Nine. Who fought in the Mexican-American War? Fresh revolutions? I don't know. Yeah. How many moons does the Earth have? How many moons? Around how many? Thirty? I don't know. Yes. Do you know what thirty-three divided by three is? No. Do you know what seven plus seven plus seven is? Twenty-eight. No, no, no. I'm bugging. Um, fourteen. Last seven. I don't know. Can you tell me what time this is? Okay, I know the long one is the hour. Yeah. So that's ten. Oh my god. Ten what? Around what time is this? I'm not sure. Give me your best guess. I want to say ten fifteen. Yes. Do you know how many moons the Earth has? Around how many, if you had to guess? Two? Yes. Do you know what two countries border the USA? No. Like, what's on top of us and what's below us? Um, isn't the North Pole below us? <laughs> yeah. And North what else? And, uh, what is above us? Is it Europe? Because... <laughs> Is that your guess? Yes, that's my guess. Yes. Do you know what's the difference between Mexico and New Mexico? Nah. Are they the same thing? I, maybe. I don't know. I think. Yes. Can you name five states? <laughs> Staten Island? <laughs> um, um, states. Damn. Uh, Brooklyn? Nah, I don't even know. Four more. Four more states. Any states you want. Um, New York? Oh, you got two. Oh, Manhattan. I don't know. Three. Uh, that's, that's two more. State. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh two shit. more. Uh, Queens. I don't know if that's the state. I don't know. Four. One more. Uh, let me state. The Bronx. I don't know. Five. Nice. <laughs> you know what the four directions on a compass are? No, not at all. Do you know who the current vice president is? No. Who do you think it is? Take a guess. I don't know. I'm just waiting for Barack Obama to come back. <laughs> Do you know what continents we're on? <laughs> you got me feeling dumb. No, don't be dumb. Just know. <laughs> you know this. Nah. What continents are we on right now? Oh, come on. United States. 
Yes. If you were born 10 years ago, how old would you be today? Uh, 11. 11. I'm 21. If you were born 10 years ago today, you would be 11. Yes. Are you sure? Yes. Yes. No, that's not. 10 years, you'd be 10. If you were born 10 years ago? No. <laughs> what do you mean, no? No. If you were born 10 years ago, then you would be 10. No. What do you mean, no? Because I'm 20. Yeah, okay. What year is it? What? What year is it? 21. Okay, so if you were born in 2011, how old would you be today? Wow, 2011? Yeah. 41. <laughs> yes! There's hours and hours and hours of footage just like that. As G.K. Chesterton once said, public education has not produced an educated public. And he said that when people still had a grasp on basic math and history and geography and how many moons the Earth has. Those people don't know anything. But that's not to say that they weren't educated. They were and are, and that education has produced the desired effect. For instance, a survey at Uhi Midway found that 39.8% of students said they were not exclusively romantically or sexually attracted to binary opposite gender. 58.3% of self-identified female students said they were only attracted to boys. 47.2% of self-identified female students said they are not exclusively attracted to boys. 47%. Maybe that is tied in some way to the non-stop proselytizing of the issue, like this up in Canada. Canada might be worse, but we're not much better. And here's the fundamental problem. Religion has been banned from the classroom. You're not allowed to teach Christian values. You're not allowed to present a Christian worldview. You're not allowed to argue for a Christian moral framework. And people understood why. It's a pluralistic society, and you don't want to violate the rights of parents. Parents have a right to raise their children in their values. Muslim parents wouldn't want their kids indoctrinated into the worldview of Christianity any more than I would want my kids indoctrinated into the worldview of Islam. It's a pluralistic society. Parents have different worldviews and different values, and so we wanted public schools to be neutral. Just stick to the facts. History, science, geography, math, reading. But public schools aren't neutral. When they celebrate pride and validate pride, they're not sticking to facts. It's not history. It's not geography. It's not math. It's not reading. It's definitely not science. It is the promulgation of a worldview. When public schools celebrate pride and validate pride, they are making a moral claim. They are making a philosophical claim. They are making the claim that abnormal sexuality is good and worthwhile. 
Our public schools are indoctrinating our kids into a worldview that is contrary to a biblical understanding of human sexuality. They are openly advocating and advancing a moral claim, and one that undermines Christianity, Islam, Judaism, Mormonism, and most major religions. So much for parental rights. Our tax dollars are being used to promote a morality and a worldview that is antithetical to Christianity and most major religions. Public schools aren't neutral. So in Boycott Month, my encouragement is to have your kids boycott public schools, because that way they'll stand a much better chance of being shaped by your values and your morality, and they'll also have a better chance of knowing what continent they're on. All right, well, that's all for today. If you like what we're doing here, like, subscribe, leave a comment, give a five-star review, follow me on the major socials, join my author's Facebook page, and I'll see you next week for more Appropriating the Culture. <laughs>